When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. Very excited today because we're going to be talking with Greg Hanover, the CEO at LiveOps, and we are going to be discussing really what he considers to be the most uncommon soft skills that make the best customer service reps. And I'll add to that, it's even bigger than just customer service reps. It's really anybody interacting with a customer. Before we do that, a couple of quick announcements. And if you've heard the show, you know what they are. If you've got a story about amazing customer service, or you have a question that you would like me to answer, you can do it on any of the social media platforms. Uh, I am just about everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. And I'll be there. And if it is a question, use the hashtag AskShep. And I'll answer the question that you send in right there on this show or my newsletter or maybe my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, a number of other places. Now, even available through YouTube, uh, just go to BeAmazing.tv. All right, enough of the announcements. Let's get into the program. Greg Hanover, CEO at LiveOps. We know why you're here. Welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Chef. So, and before we get into that, I just want to say that LiveOps is basically one of the leaders in the virtual call center space, putting uh, the workforce, uh, letting them work from home and everything being in the cloud. Did I explain that well? You, you explained it very well. So we are the, uh, the future of the contact center and leveraging flexible workforces to serve our enterprise customers. And believe me, that could not have been more important last year at the beginning of pandemic when companies who'd been working in brick and mortar locations with large call centers were forced to mobilize. Uh, I had one uh, great conversation with uh, an executive who we work with who said, I had 61,000 agents I had to send home throughout the world. Think about that. And they did it all within two weeks. It's a large undertaking, and you know, we were in large part a, a benefactor of that. In that, uh, we had a lot of people join Live Ops Nation, which is our our distributed network of uh, talented individuals working at home uh, across the country, and we benefited from that. And that a lot of people were looking to work from the safety of their home last year, and continue to. And uh, we uh, we benefited from that in many ways, as did uh, the people who were able to to find uh, work from their home, and also our customers who uh, saw the benefit of that. All right, so I may want to get back into that part. Uh, I wasn't planning to talk about that today, but I think that may be worth spending part two of our conversation today after the break. I'd like to talk a little bit about um, what the uh, what the reaction to the worker who's been, you know, who has been working in an office and automatically is pushed to working from home. And by the way, this could apply not only to the support center people, but to anybody that's all of a sudden forced to work from home. Uh, but also people have already been working from home. Uh, there, I can't remember the exact 
percentage and exactly um, what industry, if you will, but it has been said that already prior to the pandemic, 15% of the workers in the United States worked from home, or maybe it's not US, maybe it's worldwide. And that includes uh, salespeople uh, who don't need to go into the office, who may have a region or a territory they cover and they work out of their home as well as customer support people. But I'd like to get into that. We'll, we'll save that. What I really do wanna talk about today though, to start things off, and these are the uncommon soft skills that make up the best customer service reps and really anybody that interacts with a customer. And I'll go a step further, even internal customers, people you work with, uh, you need these skills. So let's start with number one on the list that you've shared with me, and that's creativity. Yeah, we talk a lot about at LiveOps about the talent profile that re really differentiates the LiveOps uh, model from, I think, as you referenced, the traditional model. And when you think about creativity and problem solving, that's uh, right up there at the top of the list with what's needed to deliver an excellent customer experience. And you think about all the different scenarios that customer service agents are, are put in throughout their uh, positions and in, in dealing with customers. And when we think about the talent profile, uh, this is a key personality trait. Uh, and we talk a lot about flexibility in terms of what we're looking for in the application process. Uh, and it really comes with the level of experience that individuals bring um, in that they bring a very diverse background. So our average agent is 38, 80% uh, have some level of college education. Uh, they bring on average 15 years of work experience. So when you think about the profile of our individual uh, and what they've been able to experience prior to getting to live ops, uh, you'd have to imagine uh, and agree that creativity and problem solving are a big part of their success up to date. So they bring those soft skills uh, to live ops and are able to leverage that in dealing with customers um, from many different scenarios in terms of what they uh, have to solve for every day. So it's uh, it's a big soft skill that allows our agents to deliver uh, what we feel is a much better customer experience. So now these, when you say our agents, are you referring to live ops employees? I'm referring or... to the independent, uh, independent okay, agents. You're, you're referring to agents in general. Okay. Correct. And so that's customer service reps from any type of company. These are your clients' uh, agents. Uh, we're actually referring to the the independent contractors who are part of Live Ops Nation. So these are our customer okay. care specialists. That Got it. Your customer care specialist. Okay. So creativity, and you're saying you want the background. Uh, you want, but what about? Um, I'm gonna. I'm not uh, trying to be argumentative here. Uh, but I've got to share with you an interesting interview I had with a gentleman named Jim Bush from American Express, probably about, though, I'm going to say seven, eight years ago. And he said, if he had a choice of hiring somebody that had call center experience versus somebody that uh, worked in a hotel for the last three years at the front desk, he would rather have the hotel person than the, what's your, and, and the reason is he wants that hospitality mentality which is the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say, is it creative? Um, it's like, I'm going to come up with a way to say yes to my guest and try not to say no. H how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you can, uh, you can find individuals who have that uh, or have that empathetic nature. You can mm -hmm. train those skills too. And a lot of it depends too on how you train your agents uh, in the contact center space and what are those values that you want to instill in your agents. And it can be very much like a hospitality situation where um, the service and the customer care and how you treat your customers, uh, that can be uh, embedded into the training. I think the benefit of a contact center agent, when you think about 
the various scenarios that a contact center agent is put in on a daily basis with a variety of different customers, I think that variety and that experience they gain uh, allows them to be uh, successful in whatever they do. Um, we see it every day with our agents. And we talk a lot about the background and the diversity of our agents in what they bring to the table to succeed at LiveOps. And it's that, it's that diversity uh, in the experience and the fact they've been put in situations where creativity is required and problem solving is required on a daily basis. And having that skill just allows them to deal with the variety of, of customer uh, service experiences that they have to uh, encounter every day. So I'm not sure I agree with that. Uh, okay. I think well, I'm, I'm okay. It's I, I just, I'm not trying to be argumentative, but he came at a different angle. Okay. Sure. So you've got 20,000 approximate agents that work for you. Right. right. And, and um, how do you empower 20,000 people to be creative and do what it takes without having to constantly go back to a supervisor and say, can I do this? Can I do this? Yeah, it really starts again with the profile on that. Our agents are all home-based business owners. So these are individuals who've made a decision to come to LiveOps to run their own home-based business. Very different than a traditional contact center model where uh, if you're an employee, your, your uh, hand is held uh, and you are uh, really walked step-by-step through the process. We have uh, agents who just have that entrepreneurial spirit um, where soft skills like time management um, is really important and they bring that uh, to live ops. And so running your home-based business, you don't have somebody holding your hand every day. You are really in control and to succeed, you are required to take control and really run it as your own business. And, and that's the big difference, I think, in, in the profile of our agent versus what you'd see in a traditional model. You know, and you're just saying something to me and it's like, it's hitting a portion of my brain that's telling me you're like the Uber of, or Lyft, if you will, of, of the support center world. And that you're not looking at your people as so much employees as much as subcontractors who have their own businesses, such as uh, it's a gig economy, if you will, where I decide, you know what, I want to get into the support center business. I'm going to do it from my home and uh, I'm going to see if I can get uh, on with live ops. Is that accurate? Correct. We are part of the gig economy in that we leverage independent contractors. Uh, we give them that flexibility. We really focus on the concept of flexible workforces hmm. and just where the mindset is shifting within workers and everybody it's all over the place. And you see it everywhere today, especially in light of what we've experienced in the last 12 to 16 months is this idea of flexibility and what people really want um, in their, in their positions and in their work. And it's something that we pride ourselves on and that we've been providing this for over 20 years to uh, agents and members of live ops nation and giving them that flexibility to work around their life. And, and that's another big part of what attracts individuals to the live ops model in that more mature agent is that we're giving them that flexibility to work around their life. And we could share multiple examples of individuals in our model, whether it's caregivers, spouses, spouses of military, um, uh, differently abled people who live in rural areas who need flexible work for a lot yep. of different reasons. And mm -hmm. what, it's what really attracts people to the live ops model. Wow. I love the model. All right. Let's talk about coordinating with others. Yeah. Coordinating with others is, is a big one. Again, when you think about the different scenarios, that individuals are put in, um, in dealing with different contacts uh, every day. They have a lot of people they have to interact with, whether that's the customer directly, whether that's with a supervisor, uh, whether that's with uh, people internally at the company they're supporting. So the ability to coordinate across a lot of different fronts 
uh, is critical. And again, it goes back to the experience that they bring and the fact that many of our agents have, uh, have encountered this, have built this soft skill in previous positions and they bring that experience to live ops. And again, it's, it's one of the big reasons or skills, soft skills that allows them to excel at live ops. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to compare this and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I really think this is kind of an interesting concept. If I'm a server at a restaurant and I go to work, you know, maybe I'm paid a few bucks an hour to get things started, but I essentially am going to make most of my money on tips. Now I realize that's not your model, but the point I'm making is that I don't need to look at this as a job. I need to look at this as my business because I go into a restaurant, the manager or owner is giving me a franchise, which is the four or five or six tables that I'm going to be working for. Your people are in a sense, even though they're independent, you're setting them up with like their own business. You're going to be working with the XYZ company and maybe the ABC company, you know, depending on, on what role you have. And uh, you're putting them in business. Is that a good way? Is that a good analogy? Absolutely. I mean, we view our, our business as a marketplace and individuals come in and they select the uh, customers, companies they'd like to support based on where they feel the best alignment is. And if you were to talk to our agents, they would tell you they have full control of their ability to determine their income when they work, how they work. And it's that control and it's that flexibility that attracts that more mature agent that allows us uh, and allows them to excel. So we have some agents who may only want to work a few hours a week because they could be taking care of uh, some elderly parents. We have some who they look at this and say, I really want to maximize my earnings and, and they work as many hours a week as they want. We have many who are in between. So it's that flexibility and that control that attracts the level of talent that we have. Awesome. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about number three, which is cognitive flexibility. And then I want to get into the whole concept of working remotely, productivity. It sounds to me like the people who work for you are extremely productive because they want to be there. It's entrepreneurial in spirit, more or less their own business. Very exciting. We are talking with Greg Hanover, the CEO of LiveOps, and we are coming right back. This is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. Hi, Shep Hyken, your customer service and experience expert, and I'm excited to tell you about my new book, I'll Be Back, How to Get Customers to Come Back Again and Again. Now, this book is packed with idea after idea on how to, just as the title implies, get your customers to come back. In the book, you'll learn that repeat customers aren't always loyal customers. Now, both are great, but there's a big difference. You'll also learn about 10 reasons a customer may stop doing business with you and three reasons you would stop doing business with them. And one of my favorite lessons is a six-step process for creating an I'll-be-back strategy. Of course, there's much, much more. The book ships out in September, but purchase it today and you'll get instant access to the ebook at no extra charge. You'll start getting more of your customers to say, I'll be back almost immediately. Just go to www.I'llBeBackBook.com. Again, that's www.I'llBeBackBook.com. I'll be back book.com. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. We are back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Greg Hanover, CEO at Live Ops with over 20,000 domestic home-based agents that are making a living pretty much running their own business whether it's a part-time living or a full-time living. Hey, before we get into cognitive flexibility, um, 
exactly what can one of your agents make? And I say one of your agents are actually their own agent, but what can they make deciding they want to do this full time and work for you? Yeah, members of Live Ops Nation, that's the beauty of it is they can determine how much work they want to put in and how much they want to earn from an income standpoint. Uh, we have some agents that earn north of $80,000 a year doing this full time. Um, we have many who are on the lower end and many who are in between. So again, the beauty is they get to determine how much they make by uh, the level of um, uh, hours they want to work, programs they want to support. Again, as a home-based business owner, they, they control their destiny and uh, their income as well. I love it. And is there a cost to getting into the business? There's a cost uh, in terms of having a background check up front uh, to get into Live Ops Nation, but there are no other costs associated outside of providing your own equipment. So your mm -hmm. own costs and setting so up. You do have to make sure office. good internet access, uh, the right computer. And I'm sure there's minimum standards that you, you go after. Correct. Yep. There's a the cost of setting up your home office, but everything else, once you get into live ops, uh, we provide all the training and certification uh, for the programs uh, for free. And uh, they start to earn uh, income as soon as they start taking um, contacts, wow. calls. Sounds like uh, if I wanted to drive a car and pick people up uh, and I only wanted to do it one night a week, you know, for Uber or Lyft, it's the same thing. I could go to Live Ops and work one night, one shift a week if I wanted to just to make extra money. Yeah, the beauty of this is you get to work from home and there's, uh, there's a lot less cost versus uh, having yep. to have a car to go around and take people around. Uh, yeah, I know. But, you know, I have to write the computer, sure. the right, you know, internet. I, if I'm going to do Uber, I've got to have a car. I mean, we, we understand that, which is great. Love it. All right. Cognitive flexibility. I have this written down. I want you to share with our listeners exactly what that means. Yeah. You, you, when you think about the multiple tasks that an individual encounters uh, as a uh, customer care uh, provider, and you think about their ability to adjust based on the content and activity, it's obviously a big requirement. Uh, for the agents. They're working within multiple systems. Some programs have 10 to 15 systems. So put yourself in the shoes of a, of a contact center agent and being in the middle of a customer interaction and having to navigate 10 to 15 systems and being prepared to be very nimble and flexible as the questions come in, because sometimes you're not sure what that customer contact is all about. And so the, the requirement around just being flexible and being able to adjust quickly based on activity and content is really what we're referring to. And that's a, that's a big skill that's required uh, to be successful. So one of the uh, ideas that I've been preaching to the companies that create the software that allows us to work in the cloud is that, um, and by the way, about, about almost two years ago, I was at a major live uh, industry event, at which uh, I know will happen again very soon. They'll, they'll come back. They couldn't do it the last two years. But uh, they talked about the number of screens that need to be switched. You know, the agents are switching from this screen to that screen. And it's not just the screen, it's the programs. It's multiple programs. Uh, and I've been preaching to my clients that are in this business, in the software side of it, come up with a solution where it's one program that has all of these uh, features built into it. And, you know, you're going to start seeing your market share grow. And now that's happening. A lot of the providers are creating that experience. But you're right. You've got it. I'm if you've ever been into a support, you, not you, Greg, but you, the listeners, have ever been in a support center and watched how an amazing, it's like it's a musical symphony. Each one of these agents are playing, jumping from this screen to that screen. If they're in chat uh, mode, they're sometimes handling three and four conversations all at once. I mean, it's very, extremely impressive. 
Absolutely. I always tell people, I'm not sure I could actually do the job myself, even though I, I run a company. I, uh, I have a ton of respect for what our independent contractors and home-based business owners do on a daily basis. And uh, it's not easy work. And so uh, I have a ton of respect for them and that uh, what they're able just to accomplish day in and day out. Uh, in yep. position. Well, so let's jump now to the experience you have working from home, whether you're a, a live ops, um, you know, independent business owner, or whether you work for a company. Um, I, I would believe if I'm doing my own business, um, I'm probably going to be engaged more than because I recognize I'm in control of my own destiny. This is my company uh, or my, you know, my little uh, gig, if you will, if I'm doing it even part time versus I'm working for a company. Uh, I'm now, um, I, I don't, I've never met in person my manager. I see them on a Zoom call every once in a while. I mean, there's a difference. Talk to me about what you've discovered productivity-wise, um, if you can, from the work at home. Um, I'm going to call it uh, the, what's the revolution, the work at home revolution. Yeah, the one thing I would say before I get into that is just the importance of the assessment up front and bringing the right individuals into your model. You hit on a key point that when you think about individuals succeeding in this model, not everybody is cut out for virtual work. We know that. And, and you mentioned the, the, the idea of, or the need for self-discipline and those who have that discipline and the ability to, to manage their time and are motivated uh, are the ones who, as you'd imagine, have the most success in a model like this, because it's absolutely required in that you come into live ops and uh, we will provide the necessary information and guide you, but you're really in control of building your business. And, and you get that from day one and you, you need that mindset coming in. This isn't a, as I mentioned earlier, a situation where you, your hand is going to be held all the way through. We're going to give you the support necessary to succeed. But again, you control your situation and your ability to succeed and build your business. And the, uh, the agents in our model and the people really get that message up front and it, it weeds people out, but that's what we want to happen up front is we want to make sure we have people who are serious, who have the right skill set and bring those, uh, those soft skills to the table that are going to allow them to succeed. And that self-discipline and time management, those are super critical in, uh, in the individuals who are able to really flourish and succeed in this type of model. Yeah. You know what I've learned is when you are hiring people and let's say you're hiring somebody for a customer support position, um, you know, somebody may say, I couldn't handle listening to people complain to me every single call. I mean, how do you do it? And then the other person says, what are you talking about? I love this. I get to solve people's problems all day long. I get to turn angry people into happy people. I love this job. And it's like, oh man, it's like, that would drive me crazy. It's like the, the, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be a therapist listening to everybody's problems all day, but my brother who is says, what are you talking about? I love it. I get to you know learn. It's exciting. It's different, unique. And I'm going, well, better you than me. Uh, so there is a difference in the mindset, which is so important about doing that upfront uh, assessment on the people. Uh, is there a particular assessment that you like to use, like a disc profile or something like that? Yeah, there's a, there's a variety, uh, and we constantly test different types of assessments um, and use predictive analysis also. And so there's a variety of things we, uh, we use upfront in terms of vendors and partners that we, uh, we work with. So we're constantly testing. So we're mm -hmm. not necessarily tied to any one specific solution. And uh, we feel like depending on uh, what our, our enterprise partners are looking for in terms of the, the, the talent profile, then we can adjust and, and test different types of assessments or pr predictive indexing. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it was licensed in predictive index, um, which years ago was called Prendex. 
if you remember, that's what they used to call it yeah. way back when I was licensed and, and understood it. And, you know, of course the, the granddaddy of it all seems to be Myers-Briggs, but then they shifted over to, uh, you know, how does that work in a corporate environment? All right, we're just about out of time. And that leaves us for one final question. The one thing question, what one last nugget of information would you like to share with us today? Yeah, I think the big thing is we, we talked a little bit about today about the changing mindset of the workforce. And this is uh, not just tied to contact centers in terms of our conversation today, but uh, just this idea of flexibility. And, and we talk a lot about this, the shift in the mindset has been happening for a while, even pre-pandemic. And we always say that if anything, the pandemic has accelerated this shift. The secret is out on virtual work <laughs> if it wasn't before. And this idea and concept of flexibility uh, is something that we continue to preach. And as you'd imagine, just being in this industry uh, as a pioneer for over 20 years, we have a lot of companies reach out to us and, and seek guidance and advice on uh, how to make virtual work succeed. And we really talk about this notion, this concept of flexibility, and that's what people are really looking for. So our recommendation to anyone is don't fight the trend and the shift that is happening, because if you do, I think it'll create more challenges for uh, people's businesses and their workforce and that really embrace what uh, your workers are looking for, um, yeah. not just in the live ops model but in general, this idea of flexibility. If you can provide this flexibility and uh, allow people to really work around their life, uh, you will see the benefit of what those workers return to your business in terms of loyalty, in terms of service, in terms of performance, um, far outweigh this whole idea that um, flexibility uh, isn't important in required or desired by your workers. Well, well said, Greg. Thank you very much for being on Amazing Business Radio. This is why we call it that, amazing. So great insights, great interview. Um, I love the idea, flexibility in the work uh, workplace, uh, the ability to be creative, coordinate and, and work with others as necessary. The cognitive flexibility, uh, which is really a, a brain and intelligence function. They've got to be able to manage multiple, especially if they're entrepreneurial as, as your team is out there. Uh, they've got to be able to manage multiple experiences going on at the same time. All right. Until next week. Uh, first of all, thank you again, Greg. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks having for having you, man. That was great. Learned a lot today from you. Uh, until next week, we're going to have another great interview. I hope you join us. Uh, and when we meet again, it's going to be amazing. Thanks for listening. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.